What's up, y'all? You're listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. I'm Meg Murray, and today we've got a little GTB Jersey Boys crossover for you with Dave Sturgio. We're going to call it a Girls and Jersey Boy Talking Boys. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast. You can always catch Dave, um, what is it, Mondays? Yes, it's Jersey me. Boys? Yeah, myself, Brett, and Keith Ernst on Monday nights uh, or mon- Mondays, whenever RJ gets around to it and yeah. <laughs> puts it up. Yeah, that's that's when we get up there. We're, we lead off the week. Yeah, and we close it down. So you got to be on both ends. <laughs> uh, let's not let's not discredit uh, uh, Mar- uh, Cowboys Oi that's on Saturdays. That's true. That's true. Well, I the work week. The I work week. I can't listen to them because I don't understand Mauricio, I, but I do appreciate the hard work that he does because he absolutely. always comes with, and with passion and hot takes. So, yeah, no, I don't. I don't speak Espanol either, so I can't really contribute to that podcast. But it's for definitely those of you who do. <laughs> yeah, for, from what I gather, it's a great listen. <laughs> yeah, he's just such a funny Twitter follow too. Like he always oh, yeah. has like something witty or whatever to come back at anyone with has an opinion on everything. Gotta love him. Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, you'll notice that Dave is not. Kelsey. Kelsey is out this week again. Um, she's just the busiest bee, but luckily Dave was able to come hop on with us. Um, but there's been a lot going on this week, but we can kind of encapsulate it in more like fun, quippy things because I don't, during training camp personally, I, um, I love watching all the videos and like seeing who stands out and what they're, how they're running and how everything's operating. But it's kind of nitpicky to me, for me, to like go over specific plays and stuff. I love to focus on like the weird things that happen. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's a good like for me. Yeah, talk to death. So you know, gotta keep it interesting, right? Yeah, for me, it's a, it's a nice break from the X's and O's. You know what I mean? I'm tired yeah. of getting like the Twitter trolls will hit at me and it just they'll go crazy if I if I say one thing wrong. And I was like, guys, I was like kidding. You know, like everybody. Pop the brakes, everybody. And I tend to do that. Right. (laughs) I'm like thinking about 500 different things in my head, plus like probably a Princess Diaries reference on top of it. So (laughs) it's really hard to to do X's and O's. Right. So I found a couple like five uh, fun things that you and I can discuss uh, from this week. And uh, I'm going to get your get your hot takes on them. Sure. I'm all (laughs) for a hot take. Let's do it. All righty. So. The first thing that stood out to me this week, um, and I think it kind of stood out to me more so because the Olympics are on, but uh, Michael Gallup did a little uh, little flippy flip for us today or this week, yeah. <laughs> right over uh, extending a play, just didn't let it go, went right over the fence, and he got a he got a, the troll treatment. The first thing that I saw when I opened TikTok that night was, oh, this is how the Cowboys season's going to go. Okay. Yeah, Cowboys in midseason form already. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen it all. Look, first of all, I, I, I did discuss this uh, with RJ and Tom on the, on the YouTube channel on Tuesday right after practice, right after it happened. And my first thought that came over my head was, like, where are they practicing? You know, like, well, why is this a thing? Why is that fence so freaking close? Like, why, you know, like, get, get them off the Little League field and get them back to the star yesterday you know what i mean like let's not do this anymore i do understand it's 110 degrees in dallas right now and that's why oxnard is an amazing place for them to to, to practice and uh, host training camp but man well it's a scary sight and yes he gets right back up and now all of a sudden he's hobbled for three days you know what i mean it's like come on do we really need that to happen you know that definitely could have been avoided but if i'm if i'm being critique like critiquing olympic style he stuck the landing 100 percent. he did even (laughs) Not even like in a Carrie Strug kind of way where like he was like injuring himself in the process, but like really he just got up and he was like, you didn't see that. Yeah. Right. If you, if you saw that, no, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. We're all good here. Everybody's okay. I was waiting for like, what I really want to see is like a fantastic edit, maybe even in reverse, you know, like just to make it oh, even yeah. look even cool, you know, and so like I work for a production on my own production company. I should probably do that. You know, like there's no reason, <laughs> there's nothing stopping me from trying to do the re, re you know, just like reverse it and just yeah. go up, you know, the other way, but yeah, scary moment. But again, I think he's fine. So it, it, it's my thing is always like when I throw it back to Twitter and I'm just like, someone make this into something. Cause I can't do it. <laughs> Cause like uh, Zeke and Dax dance this week, which, um, was 
just really fun. Um, yeah, but feel, like, it was a feel good moment. A gift so I can use this. <laughs> right. Somebody make this a gift so I can use this every time I'm happy and I want to celebrate with my friends or yeah. every time I get to the bar and they say, you know, half off drinks and, you know, or something. Yeah, or, yeah exactly. <laughs> you do the little wiggle and it's like, for me, if they don't do that, the first touchdown they score together, I, I'll be very highly disappointed. Highly disappointed. Well, okay. Like it has well, to be a thing forever. I didn't realize this. So this we're going off topic here, but this is on topic in my, in my head. Um, so I watched David Hellman's one-on-one interview with Dak and he mentioned that, um, that was the dance that he was going to do during the Giants game. And he had like practiced how he's going to do it. And like him and Zeke, were going to do that dance at the Giants game. Well, it's time to pick back up where we left off now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's playing them like a year to the day that that happened. And he was like, uh, he was asked like, uh, what do you think? Uh, are you going to be thinking about that too much that day or whatever? And he was like, no, now I have to do the dance. That's, that's all I, I know. <laughs> Goal number one, get dance accomplished. Yes. Yeah. That's- I mean, he's been pretty good with the salsa moves, especially like, you know, the hips and stuff. He, I feel like he's not the inventor of that, but I feel like it got popularized after he started doing it. I mean, I, I literally need to go see my chiropractor every time I attempt to do it, but like <laughs> he's definitely mastered it. He's definitely got it down to a science and uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's just, look, it just shows personality with these guys. You yeah. know, you, you don't want to see the robotics of the NFL. Everybody just kind of handing the ball back to the referee, you know, as much as I love him and the jerseys right next to me, Jason Witten used to just hand the ball to the referee. I'm like, Bro, show some personality, show some flair. You know, I think he spiked the ball once in his career. So it's like, I like to see a good dance. That was, okay, the funniest thing, we had Devin Street on a couple weeks ago. And if you haven't yeah, heard that, you should go listen to it. No, I definitely um, did. But he was talking about how, you know, Dez always got the, um, the heat for being like the loudest guy and like yelling the most or whatever in the locker room. He was like, honestly, the loudest guy was Witten. I don't know why they didn't show him all the time, just shouting at us and yelling and like getting in our faces and like in a hype up kind of way. But I was like, yeah, you know, I, whatever, for whatever reason, like you can't, it's like when you're on a reality show, you can't control your edits, but like, however it worked out, it was always does and never Witten. So it is what it is. It's, it's where, it's where these, uh, you know, whatever market, either CBS or Fox or anybody playing the game is whatever they want to focus on. So they see, they see, they might see simultaneous guys, you know, it might be Dez and Witten going nuts and they just decide <laughs> to zero in on Dez because he has a track record of being a little, you know, right. It's more of a storyline that way. Oh yeah. 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 Who wants to see They're going to see Jason Witten yell and they're like, oh, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, like, what are they going to say? God. You know, because after his performance in the booth, you're just like, is he even exciting? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I, as somebody who's stride, you know, for a long time, I tried to be a play by play guy and, and, and I did some color too. And in, in like semi pro football and a lot of high school sports, it ain't easy, but it's, it's also very easy to have a personality. <laughs> so <laughs> I, the fact that he didn't have either, I was just like, oh, get, maybe get back on the field. You know, <laughs> was like, why did we think that was where he should go in the first place? Like as a, as a organization, like you can see that Tony like loves to like do interviews. He's a ham in a, in a way, like when he like is talking to people. So I get that. Jason's never been that way. So like in interviews, he doesn't give you much of anything. He like rides the party line. Like, this is what coach says that I should say. This is what I'm going to say. All the way. (laughs) I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see that being a good idea. I obviously, I love Romo in the booth. I I don't know if you heard this. I mean, this is a Cowboys podcast, but like the Manning brothers are going to be doing some ESPN work. So like, that's exciting because those guys are funny and they can entertain you. But like, having Witten literally for 20 seconds, try to pronounce a name was the a, the best, but be the worst, you know, like, like, I'm like, what we get trolled enough. Right. Like, right. Exactly. Like we're, we could be losing the game and losing in the booth. It's, it's just simultaneously terrible. Like I can't say gold jacket wit when you're up there stumbling over your words. My guy. <laughs> <I know. laughs> gold jacket on the field wit. <laughs> yeah. caveat (laughs) yes very big caveat absolutely (laughs) Uh, I'm glad that you can follow my train of thought the way that Kelsey can because I kind of go all over the place so I'm I'm with it I'm with it I listen to you girls sometimes I think I'm there you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's been on your podcast right 
Yeah, yeah, she she was on with uh, Brett and uh, and Keith real early on. Long, yeah, when we started uh, with blogging the boys, she came on board. It's actually funny. I'm going to the home opener against Philly um, in was yeah third week of September, and Brett is performing. Uh, you know, obviously he's the stand up comedian. He's performing in Dallas. So I was going to reach out to everybody, whoever's local, and yeah. say like, let's do it. You know, let's get a. Hopefully, and then we're not, it, it, it's a Saturday night show. So like in the Monday night game, so you have a whole day to recover. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like just watch the rest of the football, you know, Sunday from your bed and then just let's rock out again on Monday night football. Yeah, I'm, I'm very here for this. I am a local and uh, I love a comedy show. So I mean, exactly. He, he gives it right all. Person. We'll get everybody. We'll get Hellman. We'll get, yeah. I want to meet everybody. And we'll tell, we'll tell all the listeners uh, to come join us there as well. Done, it, done and a, done. He'll be excited. It'll be a party. Yes. And we'll have we'll have our uh, Eagles for never. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> it all makes sense. It all makes sense. All right. Well, this to my next story. Um, I if you know anything about me um, listening to this podcast, um, I love reality TV and I also am all over social media. Do I post? No. Am I lurking? Yes. Always. <laughs> Creep mode. I get oh, it. 100%. <laughs> I'm not even going to like this. I'm going to look at it. I'm not even going to like it. (laughs) I'm just going to sit there and stare at it. I'll I'll throw out the likes, but like the stories, I'm always like lurking on the stories when the, um, and especially with Cowboys players, because every once in a while you'll get like good gems. I feel like Micah Parsons has been really good about, you know, um, posting uh, behind the scenes, fun stuff. And just like, you know, chirping on everybody and having Mm -hmm. a good time. I actually got this from Ben DiNucci's story, but uh, you know we've had this long-running thing about how Micah Parsons, the rookie, um, is he's in the rookie's gambit, a uh, big chess guy. <laughs> yeah, we've seen him play Amari. He's uh, he's been he's been playing everybody. We got we got a little Ben action though on Ben's story. It looks like Ben won, and uh, I did hear that that was being reported for Hard Knocks. Oh, okay. So, so, and I've, I've been wondering this, this is like, I've been tweeting at them. I've been adding HBO, like, give me the chess tournament. <laughs> like I want to see it. <laughs> right. Give me a, give me something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I just, I, I'm excited. It just makes me more excited for hard knocks, I guess, in general, but like, um, you know, the, the thought was like, who's going to be the focus of um, hard knocks, like someone always like is the under like standout uh, other than Dak. Hello, right? Right. Number one. <laughs> uh huh. QB one in the spotlight. We get it. Hey, hard knock. Listen, I'm I'm in the minority when it comes to the Jersey Boys podcast. Like I'm souped for hard knocks. The other guys, not so much. They're like, get these cameras out of our face. We got to focus on football. Blah blah blah. I'm like, you act as if like they pause practice to pose for the camera. Like they're, they're still practicing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything's going to be fine. Um, like they only had a couple guys out there anyways. Right. Like it's just, uh, they get, they get too, uh, too hell bent about that, but I'm excited. Uh, maybe Ben Danucci is somebody they follow throughout yeah. training camp, you know, like maybe that's a thing. And Danucci now being cousin of the Jersey boys podcast, he's an Italian American. So he's okay. our guy. <laughs> uh, he, he is, he is our, one of our favorite players. And, uh, I don't know if you know this, and this is very important to note. Ben DiNucci is on Cameo, so you really need to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I almost I almost got him to do it for the Jersey Boys podcast because I think it would be hilarious if he did that. But, yeah, I saw him throw a link up. I'm like, man, like you give me any actor in the world. Right. And I'm like, give me DiNucci all day. You know, give me give me DiNucci all day. Ben Donucci. Right, exactly. Whatever that TikTok sound was. I want oh, that, that was in the such... background. Like, I right. have a very specific request. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, listen, man, saw this video, need you to do this voice, actually. You know, like, oh, okay, fine. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's going to be interesting. Hard Knocks will be fun. Uh, the chess stuff is great. Amari Cooper seems to smoke everybody, which is like <laughs> his the game. I think I saw one video of Parsons recording that he won at least once uh, in yeah. the past couple of weeks yeah it'll be interesting to see you know who the smartest player on this team is when it comes to chess well and it's it's fun someone brought this up to me I believe it was um Brian Gaynor who I had on last week but it really takes a cerebral person to play chess like I don't have the focus for it so no no I, 
<laughs> I used to I used to play on like like the first cell phone you can get or whatever that little chess game that just popped up on your phone like free or whatever or your first like computer yeah. game. But uh, I learned the game. I got okay at the game, but then I'm just like, if I played anybody, I get smoked out of like within like four moves. Like the game would be over, and you're like, well, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> like how, how did you how did you do that? And, yeah. and it's it's over before the blink of an eye. So I can only imagine myself playing against any of these people that are playing this game, right? And it kind of translates to football. If you think about it, you have to like see the next move and try to anticipate what someone's going to do to knock you out. So right. I'm very here for chess being an integral part of HBO. Listen up HBO. <laughs> if you're listening to the sound of her voice, <laughs> please. Don't worry. Attention. I'll at them again. <laughs> yeah. Just every week. I'm just saying like, we have something here. Queens Gambit won a lot of awards. Like the rookies gambit is a thing. Right. You know, it's funny. It's funny. You say you at them all the time. Imagine if this was like pre social media days and HBO was still a thing. Like how many actual letters would you write them? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like day three, my next attempt, you know, and they just keep writing and writing and writing. And, and then I would you're like, like, really go the L woods route and like make it pink and scented. So they would notice it. <laughs> I mean, you're unforgettable. Then they know exactly. exactly who you are. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I was, I thought you were going to go with like emails, but yeah. Um, no, I'm talking even pen and paper before I, I know you're young, but like even, even when I was a kid, like computers, oh, I used to write letters for sure. Right. Oh yeah. Pen pals, all that good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> are you kidding me? A lot of glitter pens, a lot of like doodling <laughs> on the outside, make it. Pretty yeah. Pretty. <laughs> yeah. Making a nice little border. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I was like, I used to do that with my best friend who lived 45 minutes away from me, which is by the way, in younger years, that's like 15 States across the country. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's like, I can't drive myself. So it's not like I can just go whenever I want, you know? True. Yeah. So it was like a whole thing, but yes, I'm big into the letter writing. I'm glad you All brought right. that up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the next one I have is I hope you saw this video, everybody. And if you haven't, John Mashoda has a good one. I also I found it on we have like this local Dallas, Texas TV account. <clears throat> mostly I wouldn't suggest following it because <laughs> it's mostly like stupid car accidents and like um, <laughs> dumb criminals. Uh, but they did. Sounds like my kind of party, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, it makes me, I'm like, do I want to get out there and drive today? I don't think so. <laughs> like everyone's going crazy. Um, but they did post um, my future BFF um, on their channel about, he's a, a Cowboys fan that we have a lot of Cowboys fans up in DC. You'll, you can probably speak to that a little bit being up in the Northeast, but um so he just showed up at Redskins camp when it was just like walking around and like saying, go Cowboys, trolling everybody, like wiping his head with the Washington towel. I mean, look, I always said this about like, especially Philadelphia, you could give me free first row 50 yard line tickets for zero dollars. And I still wouldn't go to Philadelphia. Like, I, I, there's no shot. Like, I don't need to get arrested. They got their own jail there. You know, that's Philadelphia. Washington, I, I feel like they haven't really had much to, you know, like to stand on when it comes to, like, except for last year, obviously, with a, just a weird year of them taking a division. But outside of that, they haven't been, like, you know, any kind of marquee team. Uh, would I go to training camp with, with my, my Cowboys stuff? I don't know. Like you're just kind of asking for trouble at this point. You know what I mean? And I like my, my, my fighting guys at the bars days are over. <laughs> you know, like I can't, I can't do that anymore. I feel like I'm just growing a little bit up a little bit, just a little bit, not all the way, but just a little, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I did read that and um, yeah, it's not, not my <laughs> cup of tea. I wouldn't do it. I, even when I come down to Dallas, it's like a different beast for me because coming from the Northeast and New, New Jersey, I feel like, and this is no discredit to anybody down there. But I feel like the New Jersey Cowboys fans are are way more intense than the Dallas Dallas Cowboy fans. Like when I go down there, I remember going down once. It was uh, I was supposed to go down with my girlfriend. She broke up with me like two days before we were supposed to go. So I traded in two tickets for one ticket. So I got a better seat. Right. So now I'm like on the field and it's the Cowboys and the Giants. And it's a night where uh, uh, jo uh, Jason Pierre Paul blocks the field goal and we lose. Right. And I'm just MFing things in the crowd. And I'm like four rows from the front. And I know people hear me, but the people around me in Dallas were like, 
Hey, you know, we'll get them next time, you know? And I'm like, wait, what? Like we just lost, why? Wait, hold on for a second. Where am I right now? You know, cause I can't even, I can't even make it out of giant stadium without, you know, 15 people following me to my car saying like, we're going to go just so you know, and when we get to the car, it's on. And I'm just like, Oh, great. You know, <laughs> but so like that, that age of that time frame, I just mm, can't do it. Can't do it. Not, not, not in Washington, not in Philly, nowhere, yeah. not in New York. I will say I can, I agree with you on uh, AT&T stadium. It's you can, you'll always find the craziest Cowboys fans when they're, when you're on the road. Right. Right. Cause those are the ones that like, they're excited that you're there like in their city or they like traveled there and they're like, let's like rage. Yeah. If you leave Dallas, if you leave the Dallas Fort Worth area to go travel to a game, chances are you're ready to rock with like yeah. everybody else. <laughs> and And I just, like I said, I think it's, there's a different breed of Cowboys fans here in the Northeast. And, uh, and you know, we're just a different, we're just a different oh, type yeah. of person. Plus you were sitting in what we call like business class. Um, <laughs> so that's where like you're taking um, clients or whatever. Right. like that's, those are expensive seats. Yeah. Yeah. Like Madison like Square Garden, like you can't yeah. get in there without a corporate something. Right. You know? Like, yeah, I got totally run of the mill. Cowboys fans are getting weird up in the top. standing room only (laughs) i've seen people get thrown down a flight of stairs in giant stadium and it's 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 as hilarious as it is you just think it's like well at least that wasn't me you know (laughs) it's all good i'll kind of just like sit on my hands for a little while and then not say too much but i've i've been lucky when i go to games i i also shout and yell a lot um but like i don't know what it is maybe it's i in a, in my head, I have a lower, um, register than I do like <laughs> I actually speak. So I, I don't know if it's a matter of like me being short and small and like having a, like a little voice that like, doesn't make people as mad at me. Or maybe I just like, like with like a shitting grin on my face and they're right. like, I don't even know what to say to this girl, but no like, one ever comes at me. You're, you're sitting in your seat, right? And you're on, like, you're just decided to just let out whatever obscenity you want to let out. And people are like getting mad at you, but then you like stand up and they're like, oh, she's so little and tiny, literally. <laughs> <laughs> she's okay. Don't worry about her. Like she's harmless. And then you just turn around, give them the debts there, you know, but <laughs> I can see you could be scrappy. I get you know, it. No, for sure. <laughs> like I, I'm like, no one's ever tried me. So I don't know that actually for sure but um <laughs> try them like, I wonder if I could like get away with going to Washington I always say to my Eagles friends too I'm like I want to go to the link and they're like you can't wear a Cowboys jersey and I'm like well I'm not going if I can't wear a Cowboys jersey but isn't that insane though like you can't, yeah. you can't go to a state that's why I wouldn't go I was just like you're telling me what I gotta watch if I want to watch the game in silence I'll sit in my man cave and just sit there in silence yeah. you know what I mean but if I'm going to a stadium to watch a football game especially my team I'm getting loud and if that gets me in trouble then I shouldn't be there in the first place <laughs> why you know yeah and i'm like what are they they're like i get things thrown at me okay (laughs) just wear a helmet you'll be good (laughs) (laughs) life's tough get a helmet (laughs) right (laughs) i don't know i wasn't it can't be that bad and i could probably go find out and uh it probably would be that bad i mean people don't say don't go there for no reason right exactly (laughs) there has to be there has to be a past experience where they're just like you know, I thought it was a good idea. And then I got pelted with a couple bottles and I'm just like, well, you know, you're talking about the same fan base that booed Santa Claus and like cheered when Michael Irvin got hurt. You know what I mean? Like these people, they're, you know, they, they won the Super Bowl and they won the Super Bowl and they punched a horse. Like that was your celebration. They're just another breed of human being. If you can even call them that at this point. <laughs> so they the fact that you're like something else, I'll tell you what. <laughs> right. The fact that you were just like, oh, I, you know, my Philadelphia Eagles friends, I, I, I limit those. Like I, I don't, I only have like, Two, you know, like I don't want, yeah. I don't really, I don't associate with them. They're, they're just another animal. <laughs> like, I've accumulated quite a few, but for whatever reason, like the ones that I speak to, and this is probably why I like maintain a friendship with them is like, they don't even like come at me with their whole chest. Like, right. they're just like, oh yeah, cowboys, you suck. And I'm like, okay. And then, Solid. Solid. <laughs> and then. I'm like, support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. 
That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. If you don't come for my jugular, don't bother. <laughs> Just say it, say it with your chest, you know. But they won't. <laughs> so that's they that. won't. I, yeah. And I don't. And they they do that like in public too. Like someone will come at them for like wearing the eagles, and you're like, oh yeah, but you know, we're all friends here, and we're like, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute little one ring you got there. That's cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Bye, baby. Yeah, there it is. Bye, me. I should get that tattooed somewhere. Just like, who, which team you like? The team with the five rings, obviously. Of course. <laughs> and we're, I'm looking for six, though, Dad. Oh, it's, it's listen, listen. I, I am. They always make fun of me uh, on the Jersey Boys podcast. They call me Little Sturch because they're older than me, and and they think that I'm way too optimistic about the Dallas Cowboys every year. And it's not just like it's not one time. Uh, um, you know, it's, it's recently, like when, when you see Dak on the field for the first time, and then you get a feel for like the defense playing well. And then like, you see it all in practice, you kind of get that vibe. I mean, I did, I was the one yelling from the rooftop after we got the watermelon kick game last year, I was like, this team is going to win the super bowl. Watch, you know what I mean? And then <laughs> obviously, you know, one angle broken later and we're just like sitting there like Andy Dalton is going to win the super bowl, by the way, you know, and then, you know, the rest is history, yeah. but I'm very optimistic about the Cowboys most of the time uh but I'm, I'm excited i think this year is as good as any to to run with the entire nfc you know like yes rogers is back with green bay that's fun and uh you know tampa bay is going to be you know tom brady's tom brady but if if that's the only two teams i'm really kind of worried about i like our chances oh yeah i first of all i 100 percent every year without fail even with no nothing to back me up <laughs> the cowboys are gonna win the super bowl this year <laughs> One of these years, we're going to be right. I and know. Be and then we'll be like, so rewarding. <laughs> right. Like, I've been trying to tell you guys for 25 years. Yeah. Like, why didn't you listen to me? <laughs> like, this is the year. Come on. <laughs> but I, I honestly, I'm like you. I'm also very optimistic about the team. Like, Friday through Sunday or Monday, depending on when the game is. Mm-hmm. But, like, after the game, I'm like, oh, I can't believe we did that. This, like, this, 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 this. And then on Friday, I'm like, time to get hurt again baby let's go <laughs> well my theory my theory is that if a win can last you a week and a loss should last you a day you know what i mean like yeah. if we win i'm usually walking around anywhere i am like conor mcgregor just like throwing my arms around just like i am the cockiest dude in the world we just beat the world you know but when we lose you know i don't watch any of the the post game stuff i don't put on espn i don't put on any of these media networks because i just know they're just going to trash us and i'm just like i'm just going to you know, pump the brakes and we'll get on to the next game around, I don't know, Wednesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> I'll give it the two day grace period. Then I'll get back into the things. Oh yeah. Like when we're winning, like just it, overarchingly in the season, I think like Dallas especially is like so different. Um, it's like being in Dallas proper. I grew up in the suburbs, so I can speak to that too, but also just like being in Dallas proper and like having a winning season Every time, like the greeting is not like, okay, bye, have a great day. It's okay, bye, go Cowboys, like everywhere you go. And I, I need that back in my life. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, listen, I've made a promise to myself uh, that I will retire out in, in Dallas. Like I, I 1000% will be living there at one point or another in my life with season tickets. When, I don't know. It, it's just, it's going to happen. It's one of those things I, I guaranteed myself. I promised myself and it's going to happen. We have better weather. I'm just saying. Right. Exactly. There Except you go. For, I can't handle the 100 degrees, but I'll take it over snow. So. Yeah, in <laughs> Jersey, we get the uh, the four feet of snow every so often, and you're digging yourself out of a ditch forever, and it's just it's not fun. I can't even imagine that. No, it's, it's not <laughs> fun at all. It's not. It's it's when I tell you it's 
It's it's depressing. It's depressing. Imagine going through an entire year's worth of like pandemic stuff, right? Where all that was like nothing was open and then having to shovel yourself out of your driveway, like all in the same time, like not, not fun at all. No, uh, I was born in Minnesota and um, my parents are grew up in South Dakota. So they were like, oh yeah, we can handle this, whatever. Um, they had, they had me and then they had my infant sister. And then my mom got stuck in the house in a blizzard for like two days and my dad couldn't get in there. And she was like, we leave. I don't care what job you get. We're out of here. Like no more. And we're done. I'm absolutely it. done with the snow. That's hilarious. hilarious. And we never went on a snowy vacation ever in my life. Right. There you go. It was always the beach. You stuck to it. Good for you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, there's no real segue into this, so I'm just going to say it. Our next story is (laughs) um, the rising star of Neville Gallimore. He was my favorite rookie last year. Um, We finally got to see some play out of him at the end of last year. He um, was quoted, and this is, I I hate, you know, like in elementary school when you did popcorn reading and you're like, don't call on me. (laughs) <laughs> and then like, you just don't want to read things off of yeah, it. You start it. looking around the room like they'll never know that I don't know what I want to do here. Like, and you're like, can I get away with reading one sentence and then saying popcorn? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to read this, but excuse me for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, in the back of my mind, I know how special I can be. I look at guys who play in my position, who have played five to six years, nine to 10 years, Pro Bowls, and that motivates me. And that's knowing how far I've come. I still think that still think back to me being that little kid in Canada. It was never really about money or about having everyone like me. It's like, I like football. I love football. I just want to see how great I can be. And you oh, know, God. just get a Hold little, get give a me little, a second. Give me a second. Little waterworks here. Go ahead. The allergies. <laughs> right. It's a little deep today. Okay. Right. Um, and even like, uh, what was it? Mike McCarthy came and said um, like how he's just like really excited about his progress and like all the work that he's been putting in, in the, um, in the weight room and it's translating on the field. So I want to get your take. Are you Uh, loving Neville Gallimore? I loved him last year. I think he should have been on the field more last year. I I was firm believer in that Uh, this year looking svelte, looking a little jacked. (laughs) He looks like he lost a couple LBs, but turned it into muscle and he's looking a shit ton better than he did last year. And and I'm not saying he looked bad last year. Um, He's, he's, he's that quote personifies what you want in in a, in a player. Um, You know, as as soon as somebody says, I mean, sometimes you look at it and you're like, yeah, you're lying because you already have the money. But like, if you're a rookie and you only have that rookie deal so far, and he said, it's not about the money. It's a feel good thing. You know what I mean? Like, you're not worried about him being the the highest paid D tackle in the world, which by the way, I think for no other reason he should be starting this year. I think he's the guy like, you know, there's a lot of depth. We addressed a lot of that in the offseason, which is great because we were the 31st run defense in the league last year. So, yes, please, all the D tackles, every single one of them. Um, but I think that he has a really good opportunity to, to step it up this year, be one of those vocal team leaders. You know, you don't typically see that in a second year of a guy. But I feel like with a quote like that and McCarthy being behind him, there's big things for this big man. Like he's one of those guys. He's, it's a feel good story. And uh, yeah, I expect real good things. You know, there, there's only a certain amount of players. Like I said, I'm always optimistic and stuff, but there's only a certain amount of players that I'll, I'll, I'll trash, but I'll, like as nice, <laughs> as nicely as I possibly can without saying they're bad at football. Uh, you know, I, there's people that are out there caring more about their personal brands and we know exactly who we're talking about, but <laughs> I will. Jalen. <laughs> Swipe. Um, but anyway, it's frog, frog in my throat as well. Uh, but no, uh, Gallimore is one of those guys you can get behind and root for, and, and just and he's going to be a force this year. So I'm excited. Yeah, I well, first and foremost, I have to confess, I fell in love with him, and I said this when he got drafted because his name is Neville, and that is it character on Harry Potter and like it doesn't take much <laughs> to please me, right? Right. <laughs> we did have um a reporter from um, OU come on and speak to like him and like how he um, relates to his teammates and how hard he works and stuff like that. And so that's when I was like, okay, I'm really going to focus on him. 
And just to see like the fact that he did get to get his hands in there more at the end of the season, I, mm-hmm. and like to see how he's um, speaking up being noticed. I'm just really excited. Like, like you said, he should, I think he should be starting and I think he can earn that um, in training camp. So it's exciting to see him like get out there and puff his chest up a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) I think he's in a prime position to take that extra step. And I think based off the guys we signed in the off season and based off of, you know, returning Tristan Hill, eventually, whenever he gets back on the field, it's going to, he, and I said that on the Jersey, no, was it Jersey boys? Yeah. Maybe Jersey boys. I said, he's one of the, and I don't like to call them losers, but like the pauses and the the pros and the cons of the first week, I said a massive con is, is a guy that missed all the practices. Like it's going to be very tough for Tristan Hill to get back on the field, prove his worth. When you got a guy like Neville Gallimore, you know, putting in the work. So I, I firmly expect him to be uh, out there a, a, a lot more than he was last year. So, uh, but I am excited. A great story, great kid. And um, yeah, the defense should 1000% be better. I said when, uh, when Dan Quinn sat in the chair for the first time in his desk, like at his desk in his office, looked around the room, he was already a better defensive coordinator than Mike Nolan. <laughs> like he, he didn't have to do anything. Like he didn't have to make any calls or anything. He's just, yeah. by default, you're better. That's it. Hey, I'm here for it. And he walked in day one with Jordans on, and I was like, all right, let's go. Which leads me to my uh, my last story that stood out to me this week. Um, Kelvin Joseph was talking about, I'll just, I'll, I'll try to read his quote. Um, I'm not going to be able to say it like him though, but we're going to fly around, no fly zone. We're going to call it airplane mode. When y'all drop this interview, tell them Cowboys defense. Kelvin Joseph says airplane mode. You can't throw no fly zone. <laughs> Look, first of all, he's the rapper, right? He's the one. That, yes, the, he is. Yes. Okay. So, so imagine than Cole Beasley. I, mm, you know, what's funny. It's funny about you bring up Cole Beasley before I get into Kelvin Joseph. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm not going to get political or anything like that. Cause I don't, I refuse because it's just, it gets annoying to this point, but you know, for somebody like, somebody like Cole Beasley talks about getting like 50 stings you tell me you can't get one more how many 80 80 Mm -hmm. 80 stings okay so get 81 and shut your mouth (laughs) (laughs) 88 if you real yeah seriously yeah exactly so anyway uh Calvin Joseph that was you know next time you read a Calvin Joseph quote like that I'm gonna need you to kind of like hip-hop rap that thing and really give it your all but I'll accept that for what it is Tiny high pitched voice. I can't. I can't give him any justice here. But if you if he was like British, maybe I could like. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody airplane mode. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I think um, uh, Calvin Joseph that that secondary uh, Dan Quinn got his guys got guys that he he really really likes as far as their strength and their length and the just their abilities and attributes on the field. Everybody that they drafted, it feels like they drafted 54 defensive guys in the draft. That's what it felt like every draft, every round. You're like, all right, what's next? How about some more secondary? Okay, cool. You know, so um, I think that they addressed a lot in the secondary. I love the the moniker no fly zone. I think, you know, you can you can almost picture, you know, when they pass break up, you know, when they're doing something like maybe they you know fly around or something like that. I don't know. Oh, something are you gonna something. do a la Mo Claiborne or uh, oh, is it gonna be oh. like a little fly and then an X? Like no. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you can duplicate that. That's kind of cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, we do have to do that. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited about this kid. I'm excited about, you know, right who they drafted. I, at first I was like, I can't believe they just did that. But then I kind of, it kind of grew on me. Um, I'm a big fan of Trayvon Diggs. You know, these guys are all. They're showing out. They're good. You know, even like Maurice Kennedy got like three picks this week in practice. Like, I don't know what is in the water right now in Oxnard, yeah. but whatever it is, chug that shit because I'm all for it. <laughs> and we're recording uh, on Thursday during practice right now, but I did see he had an almost pick today too. Yes. Kennedy, yes. So, um, what was, what was I looking for real quick? Hold on. Oh, this is terrible. Um, well, oh yeah. So after Dak went out, they had practice and the defense, you know, looked extra good because they were getting picks left and right because, you know, it's Garrett Gilbert and Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey, as yeah. opposed to the voice podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, but Mike McCarthy had a funny quote to me, at least. Um, he said, five interceptions is never a good day for quarterbacks um, without Dak out there. 
And he said that he was half happy for the defense. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Like I, I said so that the other day, a little feisty out there. <laughs> right. Right. I said that the other day with RJ, I said, you know, not for nothing. It, like I think Dak threw three picks one after uh, Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Right. And people are like, Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, does anybody want to take, you know, into in consideration that our defense might look better? You know, like yeah. that, that might be a thing. I made the, the, it's not a bold statement. It's one of those things that this is true. The Dallas Cowboys can easily coast in the playoff into the playoffs through the division. If they have like a mid range defense last year, they had the worst defense in the league. If they just improved to like 14th, 15th overall defense, this team's the sky's the limit for this team because of the offense is the way it's going to go. So yeah, I mean, do you want to see the quarterbacks throw picks left and right? Probably not, but you also, <laughs> it's something that we're, it's a foreign substance for us to get an interception, you know, yeah. other than like, we came on a little KZ bit towards the end of the year. Like, right. So, yeah, you know, KZ's knocking balls away. They said they could have been a pick six today. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited about the defense. I think that, you know, again, all they got to do is halfway better than the, what they were last year. And this, yeah. and this team could be very, very special. We went from, you know, the hot boys and like being relevant in defense. Uh, I, bought, I bought I bought a hoodie. I bought a hot boys hoodie. Well, they might bring it back. I mean, I was one of those guys like right, right on Demarcus Lawrence's like, yeah. like Twitter bio. I was like, I'll get one. You know, and I'm like, I mean, why did I do that? He's so convincing when he said he's like, right, right. Let me sell you a shirt with a tank on it. They got it. They got it. Right, right. When they turned, they turned Eli Manning into a lefty because of the way the shirt was designed. <laughs> But yeah, just yeah. a subtle shade there. It was yeah, chef's kiss. Just a little. You're right, exactly. Just a little. But yeah, and I I went to calling them the snowmen last year. So uh, if airplane mode is the new era, like I'm extremely here for it. <laughs> and I, I'm totally for it. And, and stuff. Oh. In, in fact, I might even you know we have a shop at Shop Sports where I you know my business I own. I might actually just make a shirt and and try to and then try to hit him up like hey made you a shirt bro like let's do it you give it should. out to defense i should right what the hell yeah and send it to me too <laughs> i will you yeah i'm assuming extra small <laughs> like we're good on that <laughs> listen maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean anytime if they're gonna come out with a little swagger this year i'm extremely here for it so this was a good quote for me and that's why it stood out to me i loved it um i need more of it uh, Dan Quinn with Jay's on, keep it up. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. I think I think that's what this team needs is some character to build it right away. Last year, it felt like we were just kind of going through the motions and going through every week. It was terrible, like previewing yeah. these games. Like, who do you think is going to win? I'm like, obviously not the Cowboys. Like, <laughs> it's just not <laughs> happening, you know. But now this this year, it's some promise. I've made a bold statement, and I, I stand by. It. I'll stick by it the entire time. We absolutely 100% beat Tom Brady in Week One. One like I will firmly crash that party and they're going to hang their stupid banner and we're going to crash the party. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. Telling <laughs> I'm you. extremely here for that, especially because I will be in Tampa. So, oh, wow. Um, All right. Good for you. So let's go. Nice. Get I'll over try it. to bring the good juju with me. Yeah, Bring that, please. Because I got to really back this up. <laughs> so I need somebody <laughs> to help me out here. No, I mean, I, it's going to sound so good after like if it happens. Oh, after it's gonna it happens. But the problem is, if you beat a team like Tampa, who are obviously the defending champions, and then like you beat the champs, you are going to get the, we may never lose people. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you know, I'm just like, we're going to lose the next week to Justin Herbert or something like that. You know, like no, that's the thing we have. Yeah, the we may never lose people. I always say that with like satire, but also kind of serious. <laughs> like, we never, never lose again. i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but i'm sort of serious like i'm realistic in that we probably will lose again but like it's fun to say right exactly it's something we can tweet i love a hyperbole right <laughs> perfect all right well oh i want to cap us off here with um just two i guess things that happened today while we're recording this on thursday so you'll hear about it tomorrow or today on friday very confusing <laughs> i know rj always says that can you guys uh reference that you're recording on this day and it's going out on this day yeah. I, I, listen he's covering all his ground in case he has to do like an emergency ocho or something right. like that he yeah. wants to make sure yeah we get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> we got it. i got you rj but today um it was that dak did go through um his you know individuals with his pads on um didn't throw and then also Tyron did not practice today. 
or I think, yesterday. Sorry. I think, yeah, the Thursday practice. I think Tyron, that's a Veterans Day off type deal. Yeah. I don't, I'm not worried about that at all. I have a theory about Dak Prescott. Now, Dak Prescott, and I've said this publicly. I, I, I've said this publicly. He's probably like I'm 35. So to, to, to say that somebody younger than me is like my hero is kind of like, eh, it's kind of corny. But I, he's like one of my heroes. Well, as far as mental health and everything he's done yeah. for that, that avenue. I have a theory, however, about his days off. Okay. Uh, his sore arm. Okay. <laughs> he just wanted off for his birthday. Like, he didn't want to be sore for his birthday. So he didn't want to go nuts. So him and his lovely girlfriend can go out, have a party, do good things, have a good time. And then he's back to work on Monday. I'm good with that. He hey. could have said that. He could ask for a veteran's day off, but you can't because you're the leader of America's team. You can't do it. So he's like, you know what, coach? I kind of forced a couple in there yesterday and it just don't feel right. Well, we should get an MRI. Yeah, we should. And then he does it and he's like, it's all clean. You're just a little muscle strain. Guess what? Newsflash. Every muscle in an NFL player's body is strained at one point or another. So guess what? I don't buy it completely. I love him to death. Like I said, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite cowboy. Maybe he's up there with the, the Romos and the Aikmans of the world as far as my favorite cowboy ever, you know, but like, I think there's something to this. I think there's a strategic method. I'm, buy, that I'm buying in on this. Yeah, yeah. I love a, I love a conspiracy theory that like mm -hmm. doesn't like isn't harmful. <laughs> no, it's not harmful at all. Like you're you're telling me that him missing practice nine and ten might affect the rest of the year. Like stop. The people like I. Oh, you want to hear about Twitter? Go to Nobu tonight, like and get there early. Right. I mean, like my Twitter. People. My right. My Twitter blew up uh, when I said uh, I was like an NFL quarterback you know, takes a day off because of an arm strain and all of a sudden he's quote injury prone. I'm like, how is like, how do you people sleep at night? Honestly, I was like, you guys are all psychotic. There's yeah, something wrong. Kelsey and I did like a whole podcast about like, be very careful who you're following for like training camp updates because the hot take boys are going to like take a muscle strain and run and call it injury prone. Whereas mm -hmm. like the people that are physically there are like, oh, he's fine. Yeah, Boggin the boys literally put out that one interview that he had and he's like Dak Prescott himself said I'm fine so I don't know what else you need out of this I did see <laughs> someone know? turn that into that meme that's like it's fine I'm fine everything's fine where it's like the, the fire yeah. right I did see that and I was like I'm gonna need you to calm down a little bit yeah everybody pump the brakes a little bit and if anything else you know you got Gilbert and my boy Ben Danucci ben and you know, we got we got plenty of reserves back there ladies and gentlemen everybody calm down QB1 is fine it's fine <laughs> Like it's not a it's not a conspiracy. It's just a thing. I get it. Hey, you know what? I hope they give you uh, extra strong drinks tonight for your birthday, Jack. You deserve absolutely. It. Get silly and uh, enjoy yourself. I mean those those days. My hangovers last like four days now, so it's just it doesn't it doesn't really add up anymore. I can't do it. Um, I try, I try to hang with my young you know younger kids, not younger kids, but like my younger friends, and I'm just like, yeah, guys, I uh kind of want to go to bed you know <laughs> like that's that's a thing i'm getting to that point i'm only i'm turning 31 next month but i um am always the one that's like they're like yeah and megan will leave and then we'll do this and i'm like yeah that's right <laughs> like, just know <laughs> that i'm going to peace out at like 11 megan's in for part one part two yeah. starts at 11 30 <laughs> i used I was in for part two for a long time. Thirties when I was like, no more. <laughs> yeah. I just, like I said, I, I had, you know, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to build an empire here in New Jersey. You know, I'm trying to build a <laughs> business. And when I, I went out yesterday, I took a day off yesterday of work for the first time in like seven months. And I'm just like, I want to go out fishing. I'm going to go catch some fish. Right. And of course I divulge in, you know, uh, 10, a couple 10, 11 beers, you know, on the, <laughs> on the water. And then like today I woke up, I was like, like you hear that song in the back, you're like, hello, darkness, my old friend. You're like, that was a bad idea. But then eventually it's, it's you're fine. See, I like the gym, you're good. Like, I'm building an empire. Like I'm not trying to stay out late. And I'm like, I'm just trying to watch housewives at home. So like, I don't, <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> There's actually none, zero differences. <laughs> well, Dave, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure. And hopefully we'll be doing a little more crossover action throughout the season we'd love to have you back on maybe kelsey will have the pleasure someday who knows yeah no you guys should come on uh you know come on our podcast and have some fun with some jersey boys and uh anytime like I, said, 
We'll be out there. Pessimists on there though. So right, (laughs) right. We'll be out there. I'll be out there with Brett uh, week three. So we gotta, we gotta all arrange something for everybody to get together. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, tell the people if if you don't listen to Jersey Boys, I don't know what you're doing, but tell the people where to where they can find you on all the socials and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's an acquired taste uh, is the Jersey Boys podcast, because, again, there's the the basis of our podcast is three guys growing up in enemy territory. So you definitely want to check that out. Um, you can find me at Dave Sturchio. That's S-T-U-R-C-H-I-O. And of course, on, uh, I guess, Instagram, most of the time I created a professional account, Chop Sports Sturch. That's S-T-U-R-C-H. So Chop Sports is my business. And uh, yeah, so we're uh, we're having a good old time out here in New Jersey. Nice. Thank you so much for letting me on here. I mean, as soon as you said, as soon as RJ said it, I was like, Dup! like I perked up. Real quick, like, I got it. Let's do it. You know? So. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, look it. out for that airplane mode merch too. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. You know what it is? You know what I'm going to make? I'm going to make it actually. I'm going to make it to the point where let me just, I'm just pulling up my settings just so I can give it to you. Like you can see like airplane mode, right? Yeah. And I'm just going to have like the on switch selected. Yes. Oh, there's your t-shirt. Done. Good night. <laughs> Beautiful. I cannot wait to rock that. You can catch Dave Sergio and his boys every Monday on Jersey Boys Podcast. You can catch me and Kelsey, hopefully Kelsey, um, <laughs> every Friday. <laughs> That's just a subtle shade to my bestie over there. Um, <laughs> every Friday here on Girls Talking Boys. Check out the rest of the Blogging the Boys channel. There's literally something every day. Even if you speak Spanish, you can catch Mauricio talking smack. Cowboys, oi! Yes. <laughs> we, ha- we all have fun here at Blogging the Boys, and we'd love for you to join us. So uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, come follow along. And you can find me at, um, at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram or Twitter. Let's, uh, I'm going to start live tweeting these, uh, these, what am I trying to say? Hard Knocks episodes when they come out. You know I love reality TV, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my only question, I know you're trying to get out of here, but my only oh, question good. is I have HBO max. So yeah. like, is it going to be on the same time? Like, or I got to wait, you know, I that's, that's, it's a, live. that's a good question at HBO. I, tell us, let us know. <laughs> HBO, please answer her letters about the hard knocks and get back to me about your timing and of your sparkly podcast. Sparkly gel pen just for you. <laughs> and it smells like cinnamon. <laughs> Dave, do you know how we lead out our podcasts? I, I, I usually like the song plays and then I just kind of go to the next one. So you got to do a little Dallas forever, Philly for never. You with me? I'm with you. Of course. All right. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, one. Dallas, Dallas forever. forever. Philly. Philly for never. Never. Get out of here. That's right. <laughs>